You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a colorful and transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on. It's going to be a heavy week for Mercury. Mercury is going to be making a majority of the alignments, causing us to focus on our thought processes, how we communicate with others, and our perception of certain situations. Mercury is also going to go into Scorpio to allow us the ability to think and communicate more deeply. And at the end of the week, Mars is going to go retrograde in Gemini, causing us to review where we don't open up our options and the importance of taking action on the right opportunities. Also, I forgot to mention, we do have a new moon in Scorpio happening this week. How could I forget? We have a new moon in Scorpio happening this week. And of course, I will be making a separate podcast video for that. We have a loaded week. However, the vibes on the graph, they're minimal in comparison. And even with some of the edgier stuff, the vibes in itself seem milder than they would typically be with some of the transits that we have occurring through this week. Mental energy will be the highest on the graph. And we have that starting off from the 24th and then peaking around the 20th. 26th and then dipping down around the 27th. We have a lot of Mercury transits going on this week. So mentally, we will definitely be in our heads, sometimes for good reasons, sometimes for uncomfortable reasons, especially with some of the complicated alignments that Mercury is making. But also Mercury will be transitioning into Scorpio. So by the time we get to the 29th, we'll have Mercury and Scorpio energy and maybe one alignment that's going to be slightly uncomfortable. Intersecting all that mental energy from the 24th till the 26th, we have family and friends energy. We have social energy. We have some solitude energy. It's a smidge. It's it's intersecting social energy. Through this month, over the last six weeks, there's been a bit of conflicting energies when it comes down to the solitude energy and social energy. So this could be moments where you're needing a moment to yourself, you're needing space from others, and at the same time, you're wanting a distraction. You're wanting to be around people. Sometimes we feel conflicted. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I'd rather be by myself, but on second thought, I really don't want to be with my thoughts, so I'm going to go hang out with people. So this could be one of those feelings going throughout the week. And there's a smidge of psychic energy. There's a smidge of imagination and confusion on the 24th. So things could be a little bit foggy. And of course, with some of the transits we have going on, we do have a foggy transit that may cause a little bit of low-key off-kilteredness. And by the 29th, we have a little bit of romantic energy and a smidge of mental energy. So it could be an interesting weekend. We could feel mentally burnt out from all the stuff that's been going on throughout the week. But at the same time, in need of just companionship and flirtation and passionate exchanges. So yeah, this is going to be quite a colorful week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So what I was saying for Monday with some of the confusion and psychic energy that we have occurring, even though it's low, we have some other things that may mitigate it. Mercury is going to make a quincunx with Neptune, which can cause misunderstandings, misunderstandings in the way we communicate, misunderstanding someone else, misinterpreting information we read, or maybe we're skimming something and so we're not getting all the details about it. Because this is a quincunx, it can reveal where we have some blind spots or where we may just skip over things and not pay attention to what we need to pay attention to. So this could be uncomfortable for that reason because once things do circle back around, it becomes either somewhat embarrassing because you got something wrong or feeling frustrated because you're trying to explain yourself and someone's not understanding what you're saying. So 
This is why a quincunx with Mercury and Neptune can be frustrating as all hell. But luckily the next day, Mercury is making a trine with Mars and this is a retrograde alignment. However, it's one of those retrograde alignments that's easy and harmonious. Yes, there can be moments where it might feel slightly stressful, but at the same time, it's helping us rethink things. It's helping us rethink our game plan. And unlike that last transit we had with Mercury and Neptune, this one can help us get back up on our feet and thinking fast, thinking swiftly and recover from something that might not have worked out the day before in terms of either communication, misunderstandings, and things of that nature. With an alignment like this, we're able to look at every detail and understand exactly what's going on. Our comprehension skills are on fire with this alignment. We're able to communicate effectively. We're able to communicate in a very honest way, in a very assertive way, but not domineering way. And in a lot of ways, people are receptive to us and are receptive to our bold communication style of that day. This alignment is Excellent for standing up for others who don't have a voice and advocating for even ourselves. But again, it comes off in a non-confrontational way. And with the retrograde itself, this could be some of the topics that we'll be dealing with during the retrograde because this alignment will come back around. Mars will make another trine with Mercury around February 22nd of 2023. By the time we get to the 27th, some of our conversations could be uncomfortable. Plus, we might have a feeling of deja vu because Jupiter will be going right back into Pisces. But before that, on the 27th, Mercury is going to make a square with Pluto. Mercury's at the final degrees of Libra, so it's coming up to the square with Pluto, which can cause communication issues when it comes down to our relationships, since we're dealing with Libra energy. And by relationships, our closer relationships. It's not to say that these weird conversations can't happen with acquaintances, but this could be moments where you're having a hard time understanding a partner, having a hard time understanding someone you're in a romantic relationship with, or a close friendship or a close family member. But whatever the communication issue is, it takes a serious tone rather than staying light and airy. So this could be a day where communication gets abrasive. There could be moments where things get power struggly. There could be moments where somebody is just trying to dominate the whole conversation and make it about them. So which will result in feeling like there's no balance in the way you communicate with others or the way others are communicating with you. And and also expose where there's a bit of unfairness in some of your unions. My advice, if you have the luxury to is wait until you're calm before you communicate or wait till the other person has calmed down. Let them know that you need a moment. Let them know that you won't speak until they're using their indoor voice or their adult voice and whatever needs to be said. That way you're not having a screaming match with someone. And on that same day, Jupiter goes back into Pisces. Jupiter will retrograde back into Pisces, causing us to feel like we're in the beginning of May. May 1st to May 10th to be exact. Around that point in time, Jupiter was in its last two degrees of Pisces. It hit pre-shadow retrograde around that time. So this is going to bring back those retrograde themes if you are being aspected by this retrograde. So we could be reviewing things to do with our spirituality, how we're setting boundaries with other people, where we are being overly sacrificial. This could be a period of re-examining our old belief systems if we're adopting new belief systems. And recognize the other areas where we could possibly be self-sabotaging in our lives. Jupiter will remain in Pisces until December 20th, and then it'll move forward in Aries. What have experienced this portion of the retrograde stronger than others is Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and 
Pisces, between 23 and 29 degrees of these placements. So if you happen to have mutable placements in your chart that are at this high, higher degree, then you would have experienced this retrograde stronger than others. Jupiter will go direct on November 23rd. Interestingly, it goes direct on November 23rd while we're having our new moon in Sagittarius. So that's an interesting synchronicity that's going on during that time. Then Jupiter will leave its post shadow on February 14th, 2023. On the 29th, Mercury enters Scorpio. As we leave the charming, also diplomatic vibes of Libra, the tone in how we communicate, think, and perceive things goes to a more deep, leave no stone unturned, very brutally honest approach. So this definitely ups the amount of Scorpionic energy that we have right now. We already had the sun here, Venus is here. We already had that new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio the, a few days ago. We have Mercury here. So this is going to put us deeply in the Scorpionic vibe. So when it comes to our thoughts, when it comes down to the way we communicate, it shifts into a more Scorpionic tone. And when I mean Scorpionic tone, we become more introspective. We become more inward with our thoughts rather than outward. We don't necessarily have as much social energy. It's not to say that we won't be socializing during this time period because socializing always happens. However, in this energy, it tends to be more about being in your head quietly observing everything that's going on around you, placing your focus on the right things, placing your focus on the things that actually has layers, that actually has depth, and also focusing on meaningful relationships, meaningful one-on-one relationships. So it's not to say we won't socialize in groups, but we may prefer to be with a select amount of people. With all the Scorpionic energy and now Mercury being here, we also become more sensitive to energies. We feel more empathetic. We're able to pick up on things. We're able to pick up on vibes of other people more strongly than than typical. So this is why in Scorpionic energy, we have a tendency to just just want some time to ourselves because we're processing a lot of strong emotions. We're processing a lot of the stuff that we're picking up and we need that time to regenerate. And Scorpio has a lot to do with regenerating. So this could be a period where you're trying to do that. You're trying to rejuvenate your mind. You're trying to do a mind detox from all the not so good stuff that you might be picking up from other people, purging out toxic internal dialogue, and even some of the stuff we might be streaming. Sometimes some of the stuff we stream might not necessarily be healthy for us. What I mean by that is some of the stuff that we take in when when we're going through social media, sometimes when we're just watching something or reading about something, sometimes that data that we take in can be unhealthy. And so within the Scorpio energy, we may need periods where we need to regenerate ourselves and we need to do some sort of mind detox to get out all of the cluttered, weird stuff that might be going on. That's making us feel unhealthy in our mind. Because this is Mercury, this is about mental stimulation. And with this kind of Mercury, it could be intense stimulation. So our focus might go on deeper topics It may go on deep research. It may go into reading complex materials. And complex materials can be anything from like psychological research, esoteric topics, astrology, astronomy, and things of that nature. Because in Scorpio, those topics, those harder topics that a lot of times aren't necessarily the lightest in the world, a lot of times we feel more attracted to those when we're dealing with Scorpio, when we're in higher Scorpio times, or we're being aspected with something that might be in the sign of Scorpio. So this could be a period where you're finding yourself delving deep on subjects that you normally don't pick up because either you're not feeling as though you have the focus for it or it's just too much for you to take in at the time. So you could have more of an urge to go after those things and research them and look them up and actually find them very enjoyable. Finding the serious things enjoyable. 
Coming back to communication, we could have more serious talks than we normally would. In other words, it doesn't have to be crazy and chaotic, although with the lower vibration, it can get to that level. However, we could be having more deeper conversations with people, talking about complex things with others. Again, this could relate to topics that are generally not your everyday conversation sort of topics, like talking about the hidden and talking about occult knowledge and things of that nature. And also this comes with honesty when we're dealing with Mercury and Scorpio. Scorpio is a very honest sign. And Scorpio is one of those signs that gets a bad rap for speaking the truth that no one else will, saying the thing that no one else will dare go there and say. No one could ever accuse Scorpio of being a sugarcoater because they give it to you straight with no chaser. And so in this energy, there could be a sense of honesty when it comes down to things. And again, saying the thing that somebody else wouldn't dare. Obviously, this could be a neutral expression. I honestly like that about Scorpionic energy. I like that brutal honesty. I like that openness. I like the fact that they're not afraid to speak their truth. I enjoy that personally because I know exactly where I stand and I prefer those types of people. But, you know, it's not for everybody. That's a lot to handle. But this still is one of those things where, yes, it could be a positive expression because it does help people see the truth in a situation. But it can also be a neutral expression as well because sometimes those feelings aren't great, but at the same time, is like, well, you know what? Thank you for telling me what some, no one else wanted to tell me. Thank you for telling me that truth. It hurts, but thank you for telling me. Another neutral expression that can go to a lower vibration and a higher vibration is the suspiciousness that does come with this energy. Because within Scorpio energy, we become more naturally cautious about things. We become trepidatious in terms of how we approach things or what we let in and who we let in. That could be a good thing because you can't let everybody in. At the same time, if it's not balanced, it can become problematic and lead to paranoia. Which brings me to the lower expression. Yes, if it becomes a point where you're feeling overly suspicious about things, it could lead to problems within your relationships. It could lead to problems within the relationship you have with yourself. Your relationships, in a lot of ways, if the suspicion turns into jealousy within a romantic relationship or other relationship situations, it could be problematic and create conflict. Coming back to the honesty part, that part is great and this what I'm about to say is neutral and also not so neutral. Sometimes within this energy, secrets can come out. And I say that that's neutral and sometimes lower vibrational because obviously it can create drama in a lot of ways. But at the same time, sometimes things are meant to be revealed so that way you can get out of situations. Hopefully it doesn't come in the form of revealing someone else's private business. We do have the depositor for this Mercury going into retrograde and it's in Gemini. So sometimes that can be gossip. So in a lot of ways, sometimes some things can come out about people's business. And so that makes it the lower expression of that energy. And you want to be aware of becoming overly fixated on things, overly fixated on a topic, overly fixated on a person, overly fixated on your thoughts, because in this energy, we have a tendency to become more obsessive than normal. So it's something else that we need to be aware of if we're becoming consumed by a situation, topic, or person. We need to find a way to balance ourselves out and ground our energy the best way we can. Other than that, this Scorpio Stella we have going on. All this Scorpio energy is going to be lovely for other things that we love in Scorpio, all the positive qualities that we love in Scorpio. So let's use this to our advantage and focus on the important things in our lives. The 29th, Venus is going to make a sesqui quadrate with Neptune. So this can bring up unrealistic expectations in our love life, as well as our financial situations, as well as a job situation overall. And the way it does this is it shows us where we might be deluding ourselves in love life and career situations. 
So an alignment like this has a way of showing us the things that were hidden or things that we were not paying attention to or things that we knew were wrong, but we just decided to let them roll off our back and not pay attention to them. In other words, we could be dealing with situations where we're finally facing some denial about situations in our lives that were unscrupulous or just dishonest behavior in a relationship or practices when it comes to business or a place we're working for or even our perspective or even our perspective when it comes down to finances. This could show where we've been careless with money and now we're having to really tighten our wallets or look at where we need to make changes so that way we're not going back and forth in this vicious cycle that's toxic for us and super unhealthy. Also this can show us where we haven't been setting boundaries with other people and where we might be susceptible to people who take advantage. So this could be a day of just setting limits. This could be a day of coming to that realization that limits need to be set. Obviously these are not overnight changes. They never are when it comes to these harder alignments. But this could be that nudge to get you on the right track and start creating a game plan for yourself so that way you are seeing things for what they are and getting back on track when it comes down to your finances and anything to do with your love life and other relationships. On that same day, Mercury's making a quincunx with Jupiter. So in this energy, we could be dealing with people who over-exaggerate and they over-exaggerate, they over-embellish just to make themselves sound smarter, which can make this a problematic transit. And there's many other things that make it a, pl- make it a problematic transit, but this in particular can make it very uncomfortable when you're dealing with someone like that because it's one of those things where it's like either you call them out or you don't or you just kind of let it roll off your back. But at the same time, listening to that type of stuff can be exhausting, so this could end up being very draining as a result of this. We also have to make sure we're not disregarding important information because we don't want to be bothered with the details because this is one of those alignments where cognitively we're not seeing everything for what it is. We are skimming everything. Mars is about to go retrograde in Gemini that next day too on top of that. So we really have to be diligent. We really have to take our time. Even if we don't want to do something, it's super important to look at the details of something. If you're signing up for anything, if you are dealing with a contract, if you're dealing with documents and things like that. If you're not feeling like your mind can process it and you have the time and luxury to do it, definitely give yourself a couple of days before you go back to it, especially under this alignment. And Mars going retrograde the next day, it's going to make things difficult in terms of looking at all the fine details. And because of the nature of this alignment too, it can result in misunderstandings with other people, disputes with other people, conversations that get a little bit brutal because someone's arrogant behavior or dealing with know-it-alls, dealing with people who like to micromanage other people, the ones that aren't paying attention to their own stuff and they're paying attention to your work, so it becomes frustrating. One funny thing about this alignment though, it does bring in a little bit of karma in that way. So if you're paying attention to someone else's work and not yours, there tends to be a slip up on your part. So if anybody's doing that to you, then they may end up having some errors on their work or whatever they're trying to do. So yeah, this alignment does have a way of kicking people in the ass for being arrogant and also being know-it-alls and also being busybodies and also being micromanagers. So do the best you can when this energy hits because the next day, Mars will be entering retrograde in Gemini. Mars entered Gemini on August 19th, then went into the pre-shadow on September 3rd. And now we're finally here at the retrograde motion part of this. And so everything from September 3rd will come back up for review because we are going over those points that have occurred since September 3rd. So the Mars and Gemini themes in our lives will be coming up and they will be with us for a while because this retrograde will last till the 12th of January and then go into shadow. And then we still have the shadow period to deal with that. But this could feel like a longer, edgier, extended Mercury retrograde because 
because it's in Gemini and then you have this combined with Mars this is where we're getting the edge Mars is how we assert ourselves Mars is our motivation Mars is how we go after whatever we want Gemini has to deal with communication our thought processes perception we deal with stamina and passion with Mars so this also has to do with our sex drive. We deal with the facts and the details when we're dealing with Gemini energy, as well as everyday tasks that we do. And Gemini is one of the travel signs. Sagittarius is a travel sign. Gemini has to do with local travel, travel over car, travel over land, our local environment, even going over land in terms of going cross country. So combining all these things, we could see issues arise as a result in a lot of these areas. Communication-wise, we need to be mindful of how we are talking to others, how we're talking to ourselves. Communication can go the wrong way in this energy. In other words, it can go to a place of aggressiveness. It can go to a place of nasty gossip. It can go to a place of blurting out other people's business. Unfortunately, in Gemini, we deal with gossip. We deal with that kind of stuff. We also deal with people who lie. So there could be a lot of situations where someone's stretching the truth and they either get called out on it because in a Mars retrograde in the sign, people tend to get called out on it. So it's going to definitely bring up an argumentative tone and some edginess as a result of this. We could be dealing with intellectual arrogance in this energy. People who are talking down to other people, people who are being condescending to other people because they think that they're beneath them in terms of intellectual level. Information may come off skewed. Sometimes information may be pushed out in rapid fire because we're dealing with Mars and doing things instantly. So impulsively pushing out information, impulsively posting something, impulsively texting something, that can be become problematic within this energy. It's absolutely going to be important to go back and check the facts of the situation or any information that's being pushed out because in this energy there could be problems with information or problems with the details or problems with data that may be off or wrong or purposely messed up, cherry-picked data, things like that. Something that we definitely need to be aware of within this energy. Our thoughts and perception may be slightly off during this retrograde. So we could have moments where we feel more scattered than typical. We could have moments where we feel overstimulated or we're not getting enough stimulation so we're constantly needing to feed our minds and that could result in burnout and stress and all those other things and the way we perceive things might be wrong and again this goes back to like checking the facts and information because our perception might be somewhat skewed within this energy so we may be misunderstanding something and needing to go back over it and making sure we're not overreacting as a result because there can be overreactions also within this energy when things become foggy or you're not understanding things you're not comfortable comprehending things. Gemini governs our local environment, so there could be some things that come up during this retrograde in regards to that. So this could be a period of making peace with your local environment, making a decision whether or not your local environment's for you and whether you need to sever ties, whether you need to break away. We're dealing with Mars, so this is about severing things. This could be about breaking away. Mars is about breaking away from things. So this could be a period where you finally take the plunge in terms of getting out of an environment that you're not happy in. This could also drudge up things within our local area. This could also dredge up some issues with neighbors. We look at neighborhoods with Gemini. And so if there were already neighbors that were problematic, this can pronounce them. This could enunciate their ridiculous behavior. So there could be something like that. Or hopefully those neighbors break away from the neighborhood and move somewhere else. But on the flip side, this can also be a time of making peace with those types of neighbors. Again, because Gemini is a travel sign, there could be issues with technology because Gemini has a lot to do with our everyday life and what do we do in our everyday life. 
life, we use technology, we use the internet. Again, overextended edgy Mercury retrograde is what this is going to feel like. Obviously, this is going to have some sweet spots because it is making some harmonious alignments throughout its retrograde. But at the same time, there could be some periods where we have some issues due to glitches or just things not necessarily working the way they need to work. So make sure you're backing up your data. Make sure you're backing up important information and documents. I'm talking about documents, but you know, and, and that's not the internet, but that could be on your computer. A lot of times people keep their documents on their computer rather than having physical copies. So make sure you're taking care of that and make sure it's all back up because we can deal with information losses in this energy but there will definitely be a noticeable uptick in glitchy tech stuff and transportation situations hopefully it's not as intense but transportation wise there may be some issues maybe more delays than normal within this energy because we're dealing with local travel we're dealing with gemini energy there could be a possibility of that there could be a possibility of travel delays in terms of transportation. I mean, mind you, this is happening over the holidays. We have Thanksgiving coming up in the States, and then we have Christmas coming up. Mercury will still be in retrograde during those times, so it could be a possibility. This could be a period where we're having to take more action on our objectives or reorient and look at where we're not taking the right types of actions, where we're spinning our gears, where we're being scattered, where we're placing our focus and our energy on the wrong goals and aspirations. This could be a period of slowing down so that way you're placing yourself in the right opportunities. Also, this could be a period of seeing where you may be putting too many eggs in one basket and you're, you're needing to add some variety to whatever it is that you're creating in your life. When it comes to relationships with this, Mars in Gemini going retrograde, we could deal with immediate family issues. We could deal with immediate family issues in terms of siblings, especially because Gemini rules siblings. This could also mean aunts and uncles as well, or cousins. Parents to a lesser degree, generally when we're dealing with signs like Capricorn and Cancer, even Leo to a degree because of the sun, Leo's ruled by the sun, there may be stuff with parents, but in this energy is generally immediate family that's not parents. Unless that parent is like a sibling, then other than that, there's generally more issues when it comes to siblings. Romantically, this may be a time where we're reconsidering a relationship. We're getting out of either a toxic situation or we're reevaluating how we do relationships. This could be another area where we're realizing that we cannot always put our eggs in one basket if we're single because it's not leading to anything good for us. Or on the flip side, we could be dealing with commitment issues that we're having to work through with ourselves or we're working on why we're attracted to those who don't commit to us, those who are unavailable to us. This could be a time where we're working on issues with our sex drive, and that can go either way. That could be to a point where there might be a sexual addiction because we are dealing with Mars, or this could be working on regenerating a low libido so that way you're having a healthy, passionate sex life. There can be issues that can come up with polyamory and cheating within this energy because, again, we're dealing with Mars in Gemini, and Mars in Gemini happens to be more of that roaming eye sort of Mars. So in an unhealthy relationship, if there's issues with infidelity, this could be an issue. Also, this could be a time where someone is discovering that, you know, maybe they're polyamorous and relationships with one person is not working for them, and they would rather be in that position so those things can come up in that way on the sexual end. Also within the dating end, this is one of those times where starting a new relationship is not advised because of the Mars retrograde. Venus retrogrades and Mars retrogrades are times where, you know, you don't, you're not advised to start anything new, especially in terms of relationships or anything to do with money, business, things like that. You want to be aware of that. If it happens, it's not to say that things won't work out because there are people out there where it works out for them, but there could be issues where there might be some sort of 
complication that could come up later. So yeah, this will be a colorful retrograde for sure. We have a lot going on with it. I wrote an extensive article on Mars retrograde in Gemini and what you can expect during Mars retrograde in Gemini that goes over more than what I'm saying here in this video, in this podcast. So I will leave a link in the description box below so that way you guys can see even more of this retrograde itself because it is an interesting one. We don't get Mars retrogrades in Gemini very often. This is the first one we're having after a very long time, after decades. It's not that we don't have Mars retrogrades in Gemini, but they tend to back in the Taurus or if they start in Cancer, they start at a higher degree and maybe the last few degrees of Gemini they retrograde back in. So we don't get a full Mars retrograde in Gemini very often. The last one we had was in 1943 to 1944. It was October 28th, 1943 to January 10th, 1944. Between 22 to 4 degrees of Gemini. So these things don't happen very often. This one is going to definitely pack some sort of punch. For that reason, the more rare a retrograde or a retrograde in a specific sign, the stronger it is energetically. So the stronger the effects it will have on us. The zodiac signs that will feel this the most are the mutable signs. Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces between 5 to 27 degrees of these placements. So if you have mutable placements in your chart, you will definitely be aspected by this retrograde and will feel this more strongly than others. So try to take care of yourselves and navigate this retrograde the best way possible. Later and see you in the next episode.